From the Wexner Center for the Arts, you are listening to the Learning and Public Practice Multimedia Guide for Climate Changing on Artists, Institutions, and the Social Environment. When you feel so defeated, it's like what you can control is just your direct surroundings. And that's really actually critical, you know, like direct surroundings, the people that you interact with. And it sounds, it gets too cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> like those small gestures, the small things, like like directly working with your own community, making it stronger and better and being conscious. Like when your leadership just defaults to, you know, it's like, you're like, all right, well, somebody's got to do something. <laughs> In this conversation, we are joined by Danielle Julian Norton, one of the featured artists in the exhibition Climate Changing on artists, institutions, and the social environment. Along with my colleague and Climate Changing's curator, Lucy Zimmerman, Associate Curator of Exhibitions, and I am Dion Custer-Edwards, Director of Learning and Public Practice at the Wexner Center for the Arts. Danielle, can you take a few minutes to ground us in your work, um, maybe some of the things that you're making towards, thinking about, any context you'd like us to know or consider? I guess that kind of is my approach to making and um, what shapes my making is uh, who I am and what matters to me. And then my aesthetic component is usually, I usually have a base recipe of materials and it's like what I have access to. And then overarching things that are affecting my life at the time. Right now I've been spent a lot of time in the sculpture lab this last year uh, and on the land, you know, so those things are kind of hybrided out in a way. Uh, but I have a long love hate relationship, a long marriage with art, you know, we break up and get back together all the time because it's like, that was also a part of that. I wanted to be a farmer. G going to the art fairs really ruined me and for a while because I just thought I'm a farmer now, this is ridiculous, you know? And then, um, and then, you know, I fall in love with a welder. So, you know, things that matter to me that are kind of coming from all different angles that end up in the work are questioning belief systems. Um, I guess that was vague, but hu humor is also very important to me too. Danielle, I was wondering, you referenced um, the land and the work. Um, can you talk, I know that um, something that's been really influential and um, maybe nourishing to your your practice has been this um, outdoor space site, the land, Zippity Dirt Dada. Can you talk about what that is and how, how it started and um, what you've been doing there? Well, it started out of, um, it kind of grew from the original project called Talking to Plants, which was of several years ago, I just noticed that in my place, my house, I had started to collect lots and lots of plants. And I was like obsessively caretaking them. Like, what is going on? To the point where I was like, one of the plants had an infection. I was like, completed it off with a Q-tip, which I was like, whoa, what's going on? And I started talking to some of my friends and they were like, I found myself obsessively caretaking too. You know that making or caretaking these plants. I recognize that have that behavior and that happening. And uh, I noticed it was because I felt like in like not having a voice, not feeling like there was any 
way of making any change. Like it just felt impossible uh, to, for in like multiple different facets. Um, and then, you know, as I was talking to friends and recognizing that, I started thinking about the plants as a symbol of caretaking and community. So they kind of took on actually the material, <laughs> but it was, you know, that's kind of back to what I was saying before. It was like what I was surrounded by and what I was thinking about in certain terms of like an art context and like, um, so it was really organic in the way that it happened. But uh, so talking to plants became a project about community caretaking in a way. And I meant that in a, you know, uh, and then it kind of exploded <laughs> to Zippy Dirtana, which is a 30 acre space in um, Appalachia, Ohio, in Southeast Ohio. And that uh, was a result of, again, a kind of multiple things coming from different angles. It was like noticing a spike in, as a teacher and, and students not knowing how to communicate with myself, with each other, this disconnect, screen time was through the roof, uh, which now it's even wilder, uh, but just not feeling like, I need real human to human, like I, I can't handle this virtual relationship to people anymore. I need like real connectedness and real space, real time. Can you talk a little bit about um just briefly, like some of the activities that um, or workshops that you've hosted at Zippity Dirt Data, like how you've been been using it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. At first, you know, it was like the first thing that we did there, which was actually basically one of my favorites, was called the Fart Around. And it was like, do whatever you want. And that means like, really, let's just be here together. And my favorite days are you know, I decided to do this and I rolled into this and that happened, you know, it wasn't like real play. It was just like, you know, a down kind of relaxed. People dug a hole, some people built like a little fort. It was like real fun actually. Um, you know, heights, rural actions come, uh, building a kiln with Paul Simon at Ohio State. Um, uh, the toilet project, the loo, which was, uh, you know, I mean, this by no means is, you know, I purchased the land, but like, I just feel like a lot of other, I mean, so many other people have, uh, Eva Ball was really instrumental in leading the loo project, the toilet project, um, which is a super fancy Cadillac of toilets there. Um, and uh, beekeeping, you know, it's just kind of what we feel like, <laughs> or, you know, just if somebody has an idea, you know, sure. Yeah. Let's try it out. And, um, you know, anyway, it's wild and funny. <laughs> so going from, from Zippity back to the work that was commissioned for climate changing this um, incredible outdoor sculpture. Can you um, visually describe it and talk about kind of your process, some of your decision-making, um, information about um, formal decisions and different components? Um, I know it, to me, it operates almost as um, this little ecosystem. Yeah, for sure. It, it um, well, the piece is a large scale metal sculpture primarily and 
what I really love about it being outside is one of my favorite pieces I've seen at the Wex it was the Jenny Holzer piece. I just love that because it was so, it was outside and it also was like access, you know, it was, it was just so beautiful and it was like right outside and it was so loud and I really, really loved that piece. Um, so I love that this piece is going outside. Um, and it also has, you know, taught me a lot about making because you're, you're dealing with the elements, you know, which like that's going to give you a real slap in the face of like, you know, are you going to make this? Is it going to blow in the wind? You know, so it's large scale, it's metal, uh, wood, clay, water. So I was trying to incorporate the elements actually because it was going outside and kind of reflecting the elements of outside. Uh, so wind, it has a solar panel on it and it looks like a large line drawing, which I really love that about just metal in general, um, when it's simple, clean lines. I do love the fact that it resembles an ecosystem. I mean, it kind of echoes ecosystem. I like that it takes up space. Um, and uh, I love that the access is outside. I, it has like three large components that go to it. One is like a large kind of house shape that it holds a clay mound and um, plants. And then the second shape is a large grid that has wind um, affecting uh, small bits of movement. And then um, the last component is a kind of potato and broccoli kind of teeter-totter counterbalance. <laughs> um, and the large wheels that kind of move and slowly kind of turn. And it looks very do-it-yourself, kind of hands-on problem-solving, like an, a science experiment. Um, I mean, the pieces, <laughs> I mean, it probably will look very tiny next to the building, actually. Um, but, you know, like I was saying, I think outside, which is really interesting, it's completely outside the institution, which is a, it's access in a different way. For more information about this exhibition, visit wexarts.org. And you can find Danielle at zippityDirtDada.com. That's zippityDirtDada.com. Thanks for listening.